Okay. All right, welcome everybody to Yankee Chronicles Podcast. I'm Bobby. I am here with Donald, Rob, and Evan. And before we get started, we want to ask you to check out statementgains.com. You can find a unique experience in fantasy sports. Check out docoutinsbaseball.org. Learn about the father of baseball. And listen to us daily, uh, Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. and 8 p.m. on radioplaylive.com. So yesterday, we had actually an interesting game for two aspects that I thought. Aaron Hicks looked really good at the plate which is what the Yankees need. We need that switch hitter in the lineup um, that can be shifted around in different spots, depending on, you know, where Judge and Stanton are. And also Luke Voigt played. And I thought that, you know, after everything with his knee, everybody was panicking. Uh, it turns out it really was just a little soreness and nothing more than that. So I thought that was very important to see that Luke bounce back into a lineup so quickly. Yeah. Go back yeah. to Hicks for a second. I just want to bring up a good point. He hit a home run yesterday, and we've talked about how Gary's hit three home runs, and maybe we shouldn't be overhyped because of the matchups in which he, you know, hit yeah, them off of. Well, Hicks hit it off Noah, who yeah. is their best pitcher. So just put that into perspective that he he's looking pretty good. I know he's batting like one forty eight or right. something. Who cares? But, he has two but hits. Spring training, and I say this all the time. I know the that's my average, point. It's how they, what, how they're going through the at bat. Yes, the I'm aware of that, Tats. Yeah. The the thing is, if you look at Aaron Judge, he's hitting worse than Hicks, but no one fucking says anything because he's Aaron he's Judge and they're sucking his dick. He's still Judge. Otherwise, you'll you, that's blasphemy. It's I. It's not blasphemy. <laughs> I'm a critical <laughs> fan, and I'm allowed to analyze. Every player yeah. on the team, including the goddamn Bat Boy, okay? The Bat Boy pisses me off. You're going to fucking hear about it. Well, the Bat Boy. Bat Boy. You don't want Evan on your ass, Bat Boy. <laughs> yourself. I don't know what the Bat Boy Deliver that bat, do. damn it. <laughs> Boy, if Evan ever really told us how he truly felt, we'd all be in trouble. <laughs> oh shit! Can you can you be a bat boy at age thirty three? Because I'll apply. I'll be the hilarious bat boy. Oh, that'd be. I actually would. I would. Well, at least you'd have a job. I get mad at the players and stuff if they throw it too far away from me. You're going to make me walk that far away. This shit. Hand it to me. Hot mics would hate you. <laughs> I would, could not. I cannot wait for the John Boy media breakdown of Evan as the bat boy. That is going to be a good one. Front row, obnoxious right, Red Sox fan. You'd be like, "Fuck you!" And then jump over the barrier. <laughs> this is Aaron Judge's back, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, that would happen. What did you say about Whitmerry Field? Tell <laughs> me that's my face. Beats up a Yankee fan against the Royals. Now that be anyway. Back to the game, though. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was good to see Hicks go. I think it was an opposite field home run, right? I'm not That's and yeah, it's definitely important to have him in the lineup because we only have one technical lefty and he's the switch hitter. So it's all righties and then it's Aaron Hicks unless we have a guy like Jay Bruce out there. So it's definitely important that he's going to, you know, he's going to get those hits here and there. His average is probably going to be low, but he's going to draw so many walks that you're not going to care because the on base is going to be so high. So wherever Hicks is in the lineup, he's such an important piece, but much like, we say about everybody else in the team, it's healthy. He's got to stay healthy too. And we know what he's going to do for us. Yeah. 
I, I actually I like him in that third spot between you know between Judge and Stanton. I actually think that's working for him. I think he's going to see better pitches. You know, and there are a lot of people that don't take into account with, with why people are in the lineup in certain spots. It's because you're trying to give a little strength to the person ahead of you or behind you. So there is a strategy to a lineup. As much as we want to see a consistent lineup, right? You know, switching it up once in a while because of who's on the mound is not the worst thing in the world. Right, and because of that point you just made, it's incredibly important to switch where Aaron Judge and Stanton are lined up. They should not be back to back at any no. point in the lineup. They should be separated by at least two spots. I'll tell you what jumped out for me as uh, our pitching. So, Loisaga, three innings pitched, no hits, no runs. Perfect. Uh, Hula Shakim, just one hit given up, two strikeouts, no runs given up, two innings. And the, the main guy I was wanting to talk about, Lucas Litke. Uh, another inning, two strikeouts, two hits. Good. Lucas Litke is having an incredible spring. So he's incredible. He's faced, yeah. he's faced 14 batters. And he struck out 10 of them. He's not giving up any runs, no walks. I mean, he is 33, but he's not really pitched all that much because I think he had Tommy John. And uh, last year, he was mostly in the athletics, um, you know, alternate site. So, uh, he, you know, he could be an option. I think he's spent a lot of time working on his pitches. You know, I've been reading a little bit about him over the last day or two. Uh, He's got a really good spin rate, and apparently his curveball is just ridiculous, um, like really elite curveball. So yeah. his fastball is pretty standard, but with a with a, a wicked curveball, it works. And uh, he's got a really good spin rate in his pitches, apparently, according to Aaron Boone. So uh, I think he could be an outside option, you know, with Britain being out. He could be the, the last name for the bullpen. You know, if this right. continues, I mean, it would be, if, you know, if he continues to pitch like that, it would be crazy not to give him a shot. Right. And also the reason why pitchers tend to break down as they get older is not because of the age. It's because of how much wear and tear throughout the yeah. years they put on that arm. So, the so with Tommy John it, and the fact he's not pitched that much, he'll, exactly. he's actually pretty fresh. That's you would point. have to think that that age factor can be reduced by about four to six years based on the wear and tear. So you're really getting the 33 year old who's going to pitch like he's 28 probably. Yeah. Um, and it's what, what was that, uh, that movie about the, the high school coach who made it on the Tampa Bay uh, Rays when he was like 34. Oh, I like that movie. The that was a good movie, yeah. man. That, there's a reason why he was able to do that at that age. Yeah. And we yeah. just, why. The other one, the other picture that that looked pretty good last night, which is not a, really a surprise, but Garrett Cole look, look, looks like he's uh, really uh, just about ready to go for the regular season. He's yeah. always ready to go. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, he's always ready. He's, That's why he's I didn't mention him. I'm like, yeah. I have no he's concerns ready. about Garrett Cole. <laughs> yeah, you know what you're getting at, Garrett Cole. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's the ace. He's pitched like it since we got him. He, he knows what he's what he's here for, and you know you're getting 110 percent effort out of him. Every, even in spring training, he's going to give you that max effort. It, you know, it's the same that you can say about the elite pitchers in baseball. Like, look at Degrom yesterday. I know, I know, we don't like the Mets, but 
dude's dude's disgusting and he put out max effort in the spring training game and he just put it up both those guys i mean you're looking yeah. at the aces of the new york teams and they both give you that effort so you got to admire it i mean degrom is probably easily top 30 best pitchers i've ever seen in my life he's you know he, he's incredible and yeah, you can say that about the entire history of baseball he's probably top 30 in the history of baseball so you know we, yeah, we really are in the pitches for a poverty franchise, so I don't care. That, yeah, I don't it. care either. I mean, for for his sake, he needs to get off that team. If he was on this team, we'd win so many World Series with Cole and the ground. Are you kidding me? I would just like to uh, compliment the Mets on them winning the World Series in spring. Did you guys like the celebration that they had? They actually yeah, the celebrated <laughs> winning Game Seven of the World Series in a spring training game. What you know what a Mets franchise. fan said to me the other day? You know what he said to me? And I lost my fucking shit on him. He said, on paper, we look better than the Yankees. Where? It means yeah, I know. Nothing. It means you're like, a yeah, joke. We're the big boys now. Yeah, you're well, a joke, Mets fan. You, you brought about? up on paper as an argument against but me. But this has nothing so to do with anything. It has nothing to do with the Yankees. It's to do with the fact that you're such a poverty franchise <laughs> that you have to do some sort of mind focus shit on spring training. Like, that's going to somehow boost you to winning a World Series. Like, imagining yourself jumping around like an idiot. Yeah. After you, you know, managed to complete in 27 outs in a spring training game. That That's somehow, you know, you know I focus you to little... win a World Series. Like, what, what, what kind of phony-ass shit? Have the Yankees ever done that? No, they don't need Could to do Could you imagine that. if the Yankees did that, what the media would exactly. do? Exactly. It's a joke because fuck? how many times do they bring up the fact that we haven't won in 11 years? Like, that somehow makes us irrelevant. In 33 years, we've only missed the playoffs maybe five times or less. So shut the fuck up, you fucking idiot. We haven't like, if the, the Giants or Jets won the Snoopy Bowl, you know, the, you know, preseason NFL, even if they win the Snoopy America. Bowl, are they going to start yeah, yeah, selling the over each Super other? Bowl? Is that what we're doing now? Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking insane. Yeah, it's insane. I don't like it. Rob, say something. You should have talked over all of us at that time. Come on, Rob. It would, have been, chaos. It would have been chaos if we all talked over each other. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it, it's, uh, it, it was interesting. I, I don't really know what else to say about it. I, you know, <laughs> let them have their fun, I guess. I, I couldn't care less what the Mets are up to in their practices, whatever it is. They're – they have nothing to do with us until we play them, you know, three times a year, whatever it is. So I honestly don't care. Let me ask do. you guys a question. Would you ha- rather have fun or become a fucking dynasty? Obviously, exactly. you want to become a dynasty. <laughs> okay. The Mets can have all the fun they or, want. They're not going to be a dynasty. We will. Or how about just win a regular season game? Or how about we just make it to the regular season before it start jumping around? And then, you know, they sent out a press release after it going, oh, no, there's nothing to do with celebrating a World Series about is the fact that we went 27 outs without throwing an error. No, they said which, it. Which I guess, the, I guess with their horrible defense, that is worth celebrating. That's why they all went nuts, because they actually fucking make an error with their horrible defense. Well, this goes back to, you know, why they have, cam- you know, that should have, there should have been no cameras at that practice. Because you know you get you know, you're opening yourself up for ridicule when you record stupid stuff like that. Well, you already know what's going to happen, right? The Mets are going to start the season going twenty and two, and then they're going to lose the next fifty games. 
Yeah. April they they'll, they'll have a hot start, and then we'll hear from the Met fans going, this is not going to win a championship. And then they're going to go on a losing streak. Well, historically, they look really the, good Mets, on paper. You know, the Mets do well in, in April. You know. Exactly. So you know they're going to come out of the gate high. They can't, it's finishing out the season. That's a problem. So no, and you know what gets me too? They bragged for the past year about getting Steve Cohen, the billionaire owner who's going to use all his billions to get them every player they want. He didn't do shit. He lied to you. He lied to you all off season. He got you what? Lindor. What else did he get you? He, he got you a backup catcher to be a starter. That's awesome. because the mutts are the mutts. You actually have to prove it before you're going to get. Seriously, some, though, they the should have had Springer, Lindor, and Real Miyuto. That's what the Mets should have done. They had the money to do it. They didn't do it. But for some reason, the Yankees get mocked when we don't fucking spend recklessly like that. We get mocked when we just had one of the best off seasons we've seen in maybe a decade because we got our best player, a two-time possible MVP, to sign for $90 million over six so that we could add five other players who will possibly win us the World Series. And then we traded a $9 million contract and then got two, three guys for not even touching that $9 million. Exactly. That's my point is that we, we balanced every, we turned one player into multiple players. Exactly. That's, That's actually really impressed with this off season. Really impressed with it. No, I, you know, give the cashman the credit he deserved for the most. Yeah, no, we have to because he read the market. He read the we market. Have. No one else does. Yeah. The media didn't say shit. We're no. not even ranked in the top five for off season moves for most people. Some articles did, but it's bullshit. I'm sorry. Well, that's really funny because there wasn't even five teams that were actually wanting to spend money. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) It's ridiculous. We were the only team that tried to budget and we get no credit. And yet somehow the Padres win after spending half a billion dollars. But when the Yankees spent a half a billion dollars that all season when we had um, Tanaka come in and all. Oh, they're buying another championship. Didn't make the playoffs that year. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it's just ridiculous it's something that i've said all the time spending doesn't always work you have to do it wisely what the padres are doing great for them they've added some really good players to an already good team and what we did was spend little and not really little we still spent over 100 million i think no, in we total. Spent strategically yeah but yeah exactly and like you know everyone was just saying we traded one player for three We've added to this roster that was already a World Series contending roster, and we made it better. And it's just everything has to go right, and we know if it does, we're a really, really good team that has a chance to go all the way. It's just everything yeah. has to go right. I mean, Kluber really has a chance to be a Cy Young winner this year. I, you know, I don't want to get ahead of myself or have high expectations, but we constantly bring up the fact that most of it, his injuries were accidents. So – you know, if his arm is really healed from when he took a line drive and broke it, um, I think we're going to be fine this year. He looks pretty good. I mean, if you had to never like the feed, you know, but he looks good on the video. You're not really if we were it. handing out, sorry to interrupt you, if we were handing out awards for best moves in the offseason, I think the the winner of most underrated move was, was J-Mo. J-Mo Tyon, I think, uh, was the most underrated yeah. move of the offseason. Yeah. Yeah, he's actually pitching today. Looking forward to it. Yeah. 
He's oh, getting $2.5 million. And it, right. It's, it's and you're getting a guy deal, that – you're getting a guy with stuff that's at the top of your rotation. You know, because in 2018, steal. he was so good, and he wasn't talked about a lot. We actually wanted to get him, I believe, that season. We were trying to go after him. Uh, it was either that year or the next year, but he got hurt. So right. you know the stuff he has. He's he's filthy. And it, you know if he went to a team like the Rays, he'd be like, oh, good on them for a shot on this guy. But he goes to the Yankees, it's like, oh, they're trying to be cheap. You know, they're getting injured players. It's this redemption roster, whatever they want to call it. So it's just – we know how they like to hate on what the Yankees do. We're, you know, right. it's nothing new. And look, look who he replaces. Would you say that Tyon's a better pitcher than Hap? Absolutely. Would oh, you yeah, say yeah. he's a better pitcher than Paxton? I'd say, yeah, it's pretty damn close. Yeah. But, yes, I would give it to Tyon. Better he's also, true. what, 10 million cheaper? Exactly. I mean, listen, like the Dodgers are paying, what, price, what, 30 million? And they're not even sure if he wants to be – if they want him in the rotation or not. They're thinking yeah, about putting like, him in the bullpen. The bullpen. I don't there was care. Like, there was reports on ESPN that they were thinking of putting him in the bullpen. I'm thinking, okay, so you got 30 million to pay in that guy, and they're not even sure if they want him starting. And we're paying $2 million. For time. So money isn't everything. It's about value. Right. But I would also pay more for a guy who's mentally strong over the ones who are mentally weak. I'm not paying Strowman close to $19 million because I don't think he can handle it here in New York. That's why he's perfect for the Mets because they don't give a shit. Nobody gives a fuck about the Mets. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, and I'm not giving $40 million to Bauer because he's a head case and I think he'd come in this locker room and call him. Oh, you mean the pirate? And he failed. Yeah, can we talk about his one eyed <laughs> bullshit? He hit oh, somebody yesterday. He is oh beautiful. God. What a fucking. Imagine Here, if he did that I'm really that. good with two eyes. I'm going to try one. <laughs> Hits the fucking guy. What the fuck are you doing? Talk about he's it. He's an asshole. What a f- and he's doing it just because he's an asshole. It's nothing to do with him improving himself or working on his stuff. He's doing it so that he can prove how he much the fucking asshole he is. That's all he wants the headline. Yeah, because he's, he's a mediocre pitcher. He's a fucking fourth starter who has to talk shit on Twitter so people think that he's relevant. And then he gets forty million dollars because the Dodgers can afford it. Doesn't make it a good deal. The bad deal is a very bad, dumb deal. Like, what, what, what would possess a pitcher to think, right, I'm going to start throwing with one eye? I mean, that's just stupid. Yeah. What, is he planning on having an eye patch or something? Like, what, what is the benefit to doing that? If he does it again, he's going to end up getting uh, beat up by somebody. Someone's going to charge him out. He's he going to get a fine, dude, from, from Major League Baseball if these shenanigans continue. They're not going to tolerate this shit. Yeah, it's just bullshit. Uh, what is he doing, though? Like, Do you guys know like what is his like, raison d'etre? No, I just think he's arrogant. I think he needs yeah. to prove that he's the greatest person on that mound. And it's it's infuriating that he has to constantly do these gimmicks to prove it. Whereas Garrett Cole and DeGrom just go out there and pitch and shut the fuck up and prove by example. He can't do that. He has to constantly talk about how fucking good he is because he knows deep down he's very mediocre. He's not even the best pitcher on his team. No, he's like so the third or fourth. He, he's trying. I, I don't know what is going on in his head. Easily why he's third. doing it. Easily but. third. I think you say Walker Bueller's number one, Kershaw's number two, and you can give him third being nice. But even those two guys ahead of him, they just go out there and pitch. They're not doing anything stupid. Exactly. Just goes out there and throws. Kershaw just goes out there and throws. Stupid. 
every other pitcher in baseball just goes out there. I was going to say every pitcher. I'd put Bauer in the top 50. He's not in the top 25, but look at all the top 25. They're not arrogant idiots who go out and try to do these gimmicks. They're not. It's okay to know that you're good. With Bauer's gimmicks, you know, we we praise, you know, Tatis for flipping the bat into the upper deck, you know, and celebrating, you know, uh, home runs and and asking, you know, pushing players to show a little more personality. Does Bauer just cross that line where, you know, this is why some of the purists are like, just play the game? Oh, yes. It's one thing to, you know, the whole strutting off the mound, I don't care about. You know, that's that's fine. That's showing a little flair, yeah. I guess. But the one eye stuff, that that one eye thing is unnecessary. That's where you just like, okay, stop. It is you know, it's show emotion when you get a big strikeout. That's okay. You want to pump your chest a little bit, say I'm better than you. Go ahead. Yeah. It's it's a competition. But you're trying to prove what by closing an eye. Like when you're yeah. trying to be Michael Jordan when he shot a free throw with his eyes closed. Like this is not the same thing. Jordan's not going to risk hitting somebody with the basketball. <laughs> By yeah. shooting a free right. throw, but also this guy's throwing a hundred with one eye open. Is he trying look to do like an Odell with the one-handed stuff and his one-finger stuff that he used to do? You know, before games for the Giants, you know, you you do that workout thing where he catch everything with one hand. Is he is he thinking that if he starts pitching with one eye, that that's going to be a new fucking thing? Do that in no. practice if you're trying to fucking like dangerous man. As you say, you're going to, a hundred yeah. mile an hour. Fucking no, and there, there's a big difference between shooting a three throw with your eyes closed. Michael Jordan's not going to hurt the fucking basket. Like, also, it's Michael Jordan. Yeah, but no, but my <laughs> point is, when you're shooting a free throw, you're not competing against other people. Everyone is stopped. They're not doing anything. You're a fucking pitcher who throws 100 miles an hour at someone who has to hit it or get the fuck out of the way. And they only have, what, half a second to do it or less? Are you kidding me? He's an asshole. Plus, it's a fucking danger. Baseball can kill you. Yeah, it hits you in the fucking head. It, it can fucking kill you. You know, like when it did the Stanton's face head in baseball, it sucks. Exactly. So, <laughs> Stanton would have charged the mound. You're deliberately impairing <laughs> yourself. You're deliberately impairing yourself. It'd be like yeah. if I jumped in my car and just did this for the entire duration <laughs> of the drive. I mean, what yeah, the fuck are you doing? You're not actually improving yourself. You're improving like yourself. Why are you doing other that? drivers on the road would be looking, wow, that guy can really drive. Look at him. <laughs> Let's get him an award. <laughs> it's the same thing. You're deliberately impairing yourself. You're impairing your own vision. You're not improving yourself. So what's the fucking point? Yeah, we He's, might as it's well gonna... do cocaine and drugs now, you know? The same thing. It's not going to end well for him. If he does that against a team like the Padres, who have already shown that they don't like the Dodgers very much, it's going to turn into a huge fight. It's going to get ugly. Yeah, Bro, it's going to get real ugly. have so much fuel to that fire, and they're going to destroy the Dodgers because the Dodgers are this arrogant team who's made the World Series how many times over the last six years? Like four? So it's going to be one of those issues where they're going to go in expecting to beat this young team and they're going to have players with a player who are going to want to destroy guys like Bauer. <laughs> One eye. I, I just don't – I don't get what he's trying to do here. If you're going to do it, do it in practice. Do it in practice where there's nobody that you can hit. You know, like do it against like what Charlie Sheen did in, in um, Major League where he's using <laughs> the, the wooden plank or whatever it was. <laughs> just do that. 
What the hell are you doing it in game for? I, I don't understand it. No, they might as well let pitchers wear beer helmets while they're throwing. Like, let's see that. I'd like to see you chug two beers before you let go of the pitch. Well, to be fair, David Wells was drunk when he threw his perfect game. He was still still drunk when he threw his perfect game. So it could work. Doc and Dwight used to go to the locker room, do coke, and and sleep with hookers and stuff during games. Like (laughs) The 86 Mets were fucking wild, man. They were fucking wild. Shit. All right, do we want days. to bring it back? Do we want to review the lineup? Yeah. Bring right. it on. Break down. I've already read it, but you can't surprise me. I have too. Oh. Well, anyway. I haven't. <laughs> surprise wrong. <laughs> surprise. All right, me. Leading off is Brett Gardner. Gary oh, Sanders. no. Sanchez, <laughs> uh, too. Uh, Bruce is for, uh, third batting, uh, playing first. Okay. Rages in left field batting cleanup. We have uh, Dietrich playing second base. I actually, I, I wanted, I'm interested in that. Man. Um, Higashioka is the DH batting sixth. We got Tachman in center field. We got uh, Estrada playing third. And um, Tyler Wade playing short. Oh. oh, not Tyler Wade. <laughs> I really hate him. I'm sorry, but what more do you have to see out of this guy than say he's Second not, man. he should not? Like, I know Dietrich isn't really hitting that well either in the spring, but Tyler Wade has been doing this since we've had him in the spring and the regular season. Doesn't hit. That's the thing. We know, you know, I mean, we all, we all know, you know, Dietrich from his, you know, previous teams, but we've been watching Wade for how long, you know, like you said. Like a goddamn decade. A chance to prove themselves for this team. We know who he is. He's fast and he plays okay defense, but he doesn't actually think the game. Like he doesn't know how to run the bases. He runs the bases like Forrest fucking Gump. He just keeps running. You know? You have to track him down in the Bronx. Like fucking stop, dude. Get back. Well, that's where you have Trevor Bauer driving. As soon as he hears the fucking fucking ball getting hit, he's away. He's off like a fucking dog. (laughs) It sucks that he hasn't worked out the way they hoped and hoped he would. Because like, even if he was just like a somewhat average hitter that can come off the bench and get get you maybe a hit or even a walk when he comes out there, hit two thirty for all I care. But he's hitting below the Mendoza line, like. Every year, it seems, and all he does, like Donald yeah. just said, is offer you that speed, not necessarily good base running and okay <laughs> defense. So if, I if, also if, I heard, I heard a rumor about him from a female friend who said one of her college roommates slept with him, and he was terrible in bed. Oh, okay. Well, you didn't need to bring that up, bro. I mean, <laughs> well, come on. I don't I'm give a fuck, him. man. Nah, he he sucks at the sexy time. Sorry, ladies. You should know that. <laughs> Poor Tyler Wade. We apologize. What's he do? Zoom yeah, that, that, that just brought it down a level, man. We were doing so well. No, <laughs> I don't care. I don't care if anyone is offended by anything I say. Tyler Wade, go to the gym and learn how to be better at sexy time, okay? To <laughs> no, out, just dude. do better with hitting the fucking ball, man. That'd well, be maybe he's not hitting the ball he does. he's not using his balls properly, okay? I'm trying to help the dude out. Don't worry, Gary. He's not talking about you this time. Yeah, that's true. That was... <laughs> you kind of... 
don't give a shit. All right, well, that's going to wrap this up. Everybody, hope you all have a good weekend. Good choice of words after he was talking about sexy time. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear.